What you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, who is the most dangerous person in America and maybe even in the history of the world? We'll share with you uh, some thoughts on that that Joe Scarborough had uh, coming up here in a minute. I know you can't wait because, man, I worry about what Joe Scarborough has to say. Don't you? Uh, every day I oh, wake up and gosh. I'm very concerned about How it. How does Joe Scarborough feel about this? We'll get into that coming up in one minute. My pillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. For instance, your towels. You go into stores, towels feel soft at the touch at first. Then you go home, use them, and you find they're not really absorbent at all. That's why my pillow now has my towels. They actually work. They're soft and absorbent. Now my pillow is excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels for you to try. What makes these towels great is they're now made with 100% long staple Sherper cotton. This comb ring spun cotton is is what make these towels absorbent and softer than ever. Right now, you can get a six-piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. With promo code BECK, you can get the designer premium line for $20 more. No matter what set you decide on, that's 50% savings. Find this offer. Just go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square. Check out the new My Towel six-piece towel set and get 50% off in savings. Again, enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117. Pat and Stu for Glenn today. Uh, I know, uh, Stu, you were on with uh, Sarah Gonzalez on the News and Why yesterday. Yeah. And uh, came across a really interesting clip from Joe Scarborough. Well, really interesting, and Scarborough really don't go hand in hand. No. Uh, No. It's a contradiction in terms. It's just. You. I don't know. Do you have this feeling like you ever think to yourself, uh, I, you know, I'd love to, this. What I what I believe in this particular situation doesn't benefit me. And I would love to just say the opposite. <laughs> no. Right? You ever have that opinion? I never have that opinion. You never had no. that moment? I d- no. You know, I, it would be uh-uh. great for me to just be able to blurt out the opposite of what I believe because it will please my audience. <laughs> yeah. You ever, you ever have that? I have no. never had that. Uh-huh. Never. So, some people do, apparently. In fact, we've done the opposite on a couple of occasions. Right. And, yes. Uh, uh, yes. To our detriment. To our detriment, whatever. I mean, like, but again. you know what? You can't. I mean, your audience knows when you're lying anyway. Yeah. Usually, I mean, I don't know if that's true on MSNBC, but I yeah, think I don't you know, know. In, at least in conservative talk radio, that's how I go into it. Yeah, and and look, you don't get into this if you want to go into a business to uh, get uh, adulation and you know, and, and all of that. You go into liberal, <laughs> you go into liberal politics because there, you know, you will get praised by the media. Yeah. You, yeah. You'll have celebrities fawning all over you. Blah blah blah. You go into conservative media. You do it because you care about conservative principles. That's why you do it. I like to think, though, if ever, and I can't imagine it happening, but if ever I worked at CNN or MSNBC, I would still say what I actually believe. You yeah, know, I just not what the audience wants to hear, which is why I wouldn't be hired at CNN or MSNBC. But if I did, you you don't change your opinions based on the network y- you work for. No, it's just stupid. I, 
it's just boring, right? Like I, I, we do look, that's not to say that there aren't uh, conservative media and, and you know, fundraising and politics has their share of grifters, just like every other you know business. Mm-hmm. Like we, we know that that does happen, but like generally speaking, when you get into this business, it's, it's a weird business to get into for that type of stuff because it's not, you don't get the love, the adulation of, of the world. You're not put on a pedestal. You mm-hmm. want to say how great Hamas is, uh, you, you know, you get some of that. Yeah. You, you want to say, um, you want to say that, um, uh, look at what's her face, this, this stupid uh, female soccer player. What's her name? I can't think of Megan Rapino. Rapino. Mm-hmm. She she comes out and she says, "Oh yeah, you're like it, talks about how it's wonderful that you know boys are winning women's sporting events." Jeez. Like I don't know, does she believe that? Probably. She seems like an idiot. But like, <laughs> uh, if she didn't like, if she didn't believe it and she just said it, she'd still get the same adulation. She would get all the uh, uh, all the sponsors, all the advertisers. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Is she was she at one point a good soccer player? I don't know. It seemed like she kind of blew. The World Cup is the one thing, mm-hmm. you know, kind of uh, was kind of on her back. But whatever, like, you know, she can come out and say these things and people will fawn over her. You go to the conservative side, it's not the same. So we, we, we bring this up with Joe Scarborough because at one point he was a Republican congressman. Yeah. Uh, and he claimed to be a conservative. I, I don't know if there was a ton of evidence of that at the time. He was, I would say, a generic Republican. He wasn't the worst Republican in Congress, but he was nowhere near the top half um, and, you know, he became a Republican congressman of, of little note and then got a job uh, at MSNBC. He did a, he tried to do a radio show for a while that failed. And right. He, and that, it, what's amazing there, MSNBC didn't start out to be the MSNBC of today. Right. They were completely different. They were different. They were kind of like a, trying to be a normal kind of technology focused news network then they became a left-wing arm of the democrat party yep and that was long ago as we Uh all would note by now but i mean there was a time where conservatives actually could get on the air at msnbc and so at that point did yeah yeah i used when i worked in houston they used to have me on there all the time all the time cnn as well Mm -hmm. uh but they you know there's no chance of that now no, they would never. Um, that would never happen. They would never do it because that's just not what they do uh, now. And that, of course, that's long been known. Now, of course, if you want to survive at MSNBC and you happen to be hired in a place where they might hire a conservative and then mm-hmm. the network changes, what do you do? Well, you can either continue to say what you are generic Republican things like Joe Scarborough kind of said he believed at the time, or you can completely transform right. into a person who does nothing but criticize conservatives and i guess and then you keep your job that could happen organically i don't know maybe you're just since you're exposed to so many people of that ilk and that mindset maybe you just yeah start to agree with them and i I don't know i think too the trump era did change some people who i think it maybe really were some flavor of conservative for a while wind up not liking trump for whatever reason and wind up maybe kind of changing their views Mm -hmm. that does happen people change you know yeah um but again when you're still maintaining you're a conservative and this is all you do it seems a little hollow not to mention that it's blatantly obvious that you know he caters his message to to msnbc viewers who are very very liberal very very infrequent to find there's not many of them but uh, they are power players within dc like that this, this show is done for people in dc and new york media um not not to g- g- gather a large audience but to cater specifically to those people 
it's a it's this weird insular sort of ecosystem they've built they don't get ratings they don't people don't Mm -hmm. watch the show but the people who do watch are kind of think of themselves as important it's why they get relatively good guests for a show of an audience that size i mean normally a lot of this you know celebrities or power players would never want to go on a show like that because only like four people watch it but (laughs) they've been able to build up a, a reputation for a place where these people go so that's a yeah. lot of setup for Joe Scarborough, but it's important to kind of realize where this comes from. And now you have to hear this clip because it <laughs> incredible. is incredible. And keeping remarkable. in mind, too, one other thing, and that's that Joe Scarborough and Mika were huge Donald Trump fans. Yes. Well, that, in 2015, when he first announced they had him on all the time all, all the time mm-hmm. at least once a week and usually multiple times they let him week. call in on the phone which normally you don't yeah. let candidates do you may right. no, if you want to come on the air you come on and like show your face no they let him call in on the phone over and over and over and over and over again They're, praised him constantly said how funny he was how likable he was yeah they went to parties with him they invited him to their wedding yeah all of those things mm-hmm. happened uh, and we haven't forgotten that uh, he has. He wants you to forget he it. He wants you to forget mm-hmm. it. Uh, but here's what he now says about Donald Trump. Yeah, have a responsibility to, to really to tune out the voices of of the haters, of, of the people that are constantly uh, double shilling and triple checking and shilling for him and suggesting Sick. that somehow they're being biased, no, bending stop. over backwards, that treating him like is... a normal candidate. Stop that. That's how that's Joe Scarborough. <laughs> He's describing literally himself yes. throughout the entire primary season mm-hmm. for the Republican Party in 2015 and 2016. At some point, they had a falling out in 2016, and he then all of a sudden acted like he was a critic. But like, mm-hmm. they are a large part of the reason why uh, Donald Trump got a lot of media attention early on. Now, of course, Trump would always get media attention, but they helped that along and helped they sure push did. him they as sure a did. candidate in the Republican primary because, yeah. number one, they thought he would lose. They weren't conservatives. They didn't like Donald Trump as a, as a presidential candidate, but they assumed he would lose if he got the actual nomination. Yeah. And they loved the ratings. They liked money. They liked the money that they got. Mm-hmm. It was the only time anyone watched their show of any note mm-hmm. you you get these big audience bursts because donald trump would come on the air and he'd say something they'd laugh at him and they'd treat him like he was a celebrity i'll never forget the clip that came out uh that i think one of their producers released mm. where they had him in the studio and they kept the microphone going they kept recording uh and he and mika were talking to trump in the studio and okay what do you want to talk about next where where do you want to go with this what should we what would you like to promote? What would you like to talk about? Yeah. And they had this whole discussion about what would you like us to do for you right now? Right. I like, mean, amazing. Like, it would, again, like I would have you on the show and say off the air, yeah, hey, what, do like, what, what do you want to talk about? Like, yeah. what, do you, what do you got? Is there anything you want to hit? Like, Not, I'm going to hit you with a whole bunch of really hard questions. No. They well, they loved the guy. Loved him. They were his friends. Yep. They, they ran in the same circles. They went to the same parties. They were... Mm-hmm buddies and he desperately wants you to forget that now look as you might say as a person who likes donald trump you might say well i mean like that's there's nothing wrong with that and there isn't anything wrong with that but the problem what's wrong with it is number one they decided they didn't like him anymore and 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 (laughs) totally turned on him and and now he's the worst person in the world worst person in the world maybe in the history of the world as as we're about to find out yeah yeah exactly he's about to describe him in ways that you will not believe but like it is a central part of who these people are mm-hmm. to say how bad Donald Trump is. And they 
desperately want everyone to forget that they love the guy more than life itself mm-hmm. in the most crucial time. When when Donald Trump, if let's say you're an anti-Trump person, in the time that Donald Trump could be pushed away, could have been eliminated from the primary, could have not become when president of the United 18 States. Eighteen candidates. When, when it mattered. Joe Scarborough was the most pro-Trump voice in the media that was not... I don't even, I think he was more pro-Trump than anybody was on Fox at the time. With maybe one exception. Maybe one exception. Mm-hmm. But it was not uh, not a lot of them. <laughs> no, there really were There were not a lot of exceptions to that because no. at the time, Fox was pretty skeptical of Donald Trump. Now, they yeah. wound up coming along to the Donald Trump thing and wound up... And now having, they're back to skeptical. Now they seem to be a little more skeptical again. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Don't really care. It's I crazy. Suppose. But still, it's fascinating. Okay, let's hear a little bit more of the idiocy from Joe Scarborough. He's not a normal candidate. Not a normal candidate. He is running to end American democracy as we know it. <laughs> He's an authoritarian <laughs> who a, a court uh, in, in Colorado okay. two days ago ruled that, that they he did not. led an insurrection against the United no. States okay. government. Yeah, stop. This, this was in a ruling. By the way, the ruling was that Donald Trump should be allowed on the ballot in Colorado. That was what the ruling was. In the conversation about the ruling, they said, while we believe that he was involved in blah, 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 they didn't rule that he was, because the whole point of the Constitution, if you are ruled, if you are ruled to be guilty of insurrection, you can't That's be on treason. The, right, it's treason, and you, and you cannot become president. That's why they were going after this in Colorado, to keep him off the ballot. It didn't work. It doesn't, he doesn't include the detail there. Right. That he's right. on, Donald Trump will be on the ballot. So, so if they ruled him guilty of insurrection, he would not be on the ballot. What happened was the opposite of what Joe Scarborough says. And this is constant with Joe Scarborough. Yeah. What he says, he just said, all these media sources cannot treat him like a normal candidate. That was your entire 2015 and 2016. <laughs> it was you yep. treating him not like, like he was a normal candidate, but like the best guy in the world. Yeah. Uh, it's just, yeah. it's insurmountable. The denial this guy is in. I don't know how much we'll get through, but let's try it again. <laughs> Leading schemes to help overthrow uh-huh. the United States government. So, oh so, my so God. if they I mean, to are frame you kidding it, me? Uh, that way, that's fine. If, if you want to be fair, mm-hmm. oh, if you, you want to be fair, then you will frame this uh, as uh, Joe Biden being the candidate that supports American democracy. Oh, my and Donald God. Trump, a candidate who supports a new form of government here. It's authoritarian. Okay, stop, pause stop. it for a sec. Okay, this is becoming too oh much for me. I don't know if I can get through it. Oh my gosh. So Biden is the pro-democracy, which by the way, yeah, he probably is. He probably wants us to be a democracy. We're not a democracy. I can't What are we, it. Pat? A We're a constitutional republic. republic. It's not, it has yeah. elements of democracy inside it, of that constitution. It does, but we are republic? not a democracy. And the democracy, democracy is a is a literal attempt to bring about uh, acceptance of socialism. They want to bring about a democratic socialism. That's what they're trying to do. That's why they're trying to get us so familiar with the Democrat thing, with the democracy thing. This is what Vladimir Lenin did in Russia because he was so afraid that people wouldn't accept communism or socialism. So he framed it in a completely different way. This is his framing of it. Uh, it. We'll get into more of this. Uh, Come on up in one minute. 
Black Friday is coming, and the deal you won't want to miss is Blinds.com's biggest event of the year. Get up to 50% off site-wide, plus Black Friday doorbusters, only at Blinds.com. For 25 years, Blinds.com has provided a better way to buy premium custom window treatments. They're 100% online, so there's no showroom markups or waiting around hours just to get a quote from a pushy salesperson. No matter how many window treatments you choose, installation is just one low cost plus everything is backed by blinds.com's 100 satisfaction guarantee not happy with the final product they make it right give your home a fresh look for the holidays do what tanya and i do skip the horrible black friday lines and traffic with blinds.com shop blinds.com's black friday sale happening now get up to 50 percent off site-wide plus doorbusters their biggest sales event of the year remember save up to 50 percent right now at blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply All right, so uh, let's see if we can get through this uh, clip here because it's not even as outrageous as you're going to get. Oh, it gets much worse than this. Oh, much Nothing's worse. even happened yet. If you think this is bad, eh, hang on. That's simple. And by the way, Reverend Al, when people go, oh, you can't compare him to past Nazi leaders. You can't compare him to this past Nazi leader or that past fascist leader because he hasn't done that. Well, what hasn't he done? He oh, okay. hasn't okay. Stop. done the Stop. thing. We're, we're not. <laughs> what? <laughs> what hasn't he done to compare him to Nazi leaders like yeah. Adolf Hitler? Yeah, I don't know. Murder people? Yeah, you know it's Put funny. People in prison camps. When I think hmm. of Adolf Hitler, yeah. one of the first things that comes to my mind is the Holocaust. One of the first things. Is it really? Now, of course, you, huh. there are other things. Well, you're a little the, picky. The Autobahn. For example, okay. <laughs> that was one of the first things that comes to mind. Of the course. Volkswagen? The Volkswagen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The, we understand there are other things that come to mind, but number one on my list is, is the Holocaust. The Holocaust. Uh, murdering huh. millions and millions of Jews. I feel similarly. Really? Uh, yeah. I thought I was alone yeah. after watching that clip. We should note, by the way, the person he's bringing in to discuss uh, the uh, the Nazi-ish <laughs> views of Donald Trump is Mr. Jaime Town himself. Al one, Sharpton. One of, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. A, a man who has been on record mm-hmm. uh, with slurs, really negative slurs over and over again uh, about Jews. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's yeah. oh, multiple times. Ancient history at this point, I suppose, in, in Al's life, but certainly no, 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 uh, no authority on this particular matter. Um, in, uh, in addition to that, uh, you have this idea that what, what what hasn't he done that other fascist leaders have have done? Well, I mean, he hasn't killed 8 million Jews. <laughs> That's one of the things he hasn't <laughs> or done. Or started a war that killed 50 million oh people. Oh, my God, yeah. Uh, worldwide. Yes. Yeah, so, he didn't do that yet. Which is a uh, so significant part. Like, I, I read... Seems significant to me. I read the uh, Volker Ulrich <laughs> book, uh, uh, two of them on Hitler, The his uh, really... Um, you know, beginning to end, uh, uh, Hitler ascent and Hitler downfall, um, and they mention him killing Jews a lot. In Do they book. really? Yeah, that, like, so that was uh, an important element times, in yeah, their mind in the book concerning Adolf Hitler. It was co- covered. Huh, now weird. they also do weird. You know, mention his love for dogs. Oh, he loved he dogs. Loved dogs. He loved his dogs. Oh, he's he was, a dog person. Yeah, at times huh. in his life, he was a vegetarian what? for periods. Well, you um, share a lot in common with him. Don't you love dogs? <laughs> and I'm a vegetarian. And you're a vegetarian. Though he wasn't an actual vegetarian because he had, <laughs> he had like odd exceptions to rules where he would eat meat. 
Oh. Which is not normal, typical huh. of vegetarians. Well, he was like me in that <laughs> but, way because I'm mostly vegetarian. Are you? Yeah. But I'll have an occasional, you know, piece of chicken okay. or some fish. Oh, well, you know, that's, that's healthy. And a little bit of beef, you know? Oh, yeah, some Cow, beef. steak. How, how? Roast. Roast? <laughs> yeah. Brisket? Brisket. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. A lot of brisket. Okay. This is Texas, that, after all. Yeah, yeah. Of but, course. So that, that, but you're mostly... And, and, you know, I'll, from time to time, eat pork, you know, oh, okay. pig, okay, bacon. Some, yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. Had me some bacon on my birthday. It was delicious. Oh, really? Yeah, but that's unusual. It's unusual. You're, I'm mostly... You're, vegetarian i i don't eat any bear no I, bear i don't eat alligator or really uh, i don't i i don't for instance eat possum never never i've never eaten okay. possum so yeah you're mostly most species on this planet that are meat based <laughs> yeah i don't eat so like if you were to say a percentage you're probably only eating like five or ten percent of the animals on maybe Earth. even less than that yeah, yeah. it might even be less it might even be less <laughs> no insects <laughs> no None no whatsoever. Okay. Even though the UN is trying desperately yeah. to get me to eat them. You're not going to like your future still, menu. No, I, will I tell know. you that much. I know. You're not going to like that I'll at all. I'll own nothing and love it, and I'll eat bugs and love that as well. That's coming That'll soon. That'll be my protein. But so. also coming soon is a lot more of this clip. But Sarah <laughs> mocked me when we got off the air. She said, you're gonna, you're not going to get through that clip in one hour with Pat. Oh, that's probably and true. That's probably true. But we're going to yeah. do our best mm-hmm. uh, because it's so infuriating. And I will tell you, the, the craziest parts are yet to come. <laughs> It's incredible. Uh, More on the way. Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program. The Glenn Beck Program. Well, we have the holiday season upon us again. The increase in traveling, shopping, connecting online can significantly increase the opportunity for identity theft. Help protect your family's identity and your finances with LifeLock. They can lower the risk of identity thieves draining your accounts, opening new loans in your name, and damaging your financial future. LifeLock detects and alerts you to the threats that you might miss. You'll overlook them in your busy holiday season. But if you do experience ID theft, a U.S.-based restoration specialist is dedicated to your case and will provide expert-level service to help resolve the issue on your behalf. Plus, all of their plans are backed by LifeLock's million-dollar protection package with stolen fund reimbursement up to the limits of your plan. Protecting Tanya and my identity and finances, invaluable. So is the peace of mind that comes with it. Join LifeLock today. Save up to 25% off your first year. Go to LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK. LifeLock.com, promo code BECK. Save 25% your first year. LifeLock, identity theft protection starts here. As the mainstream media perpetuates the left's insanity, we're helping you fight back one truth at a time. More Glenn Beck next. is Pat and Stu for Glenn today, 888-727-BEZK. Let me just give you a quick reminder about Kexi Cookies that uh, our big Black Friday sale oh. is 25% off. Yeah. So Friday and Monday, both uh, Cyber Monday, Black Friday, you get 25% off Kexi Cookies. Kexi.com. Check it out. How do you spell that? K-E-K-S-I. Delicious. I am going to be making a big uh, cookie platter for my Thanksgiving tomorrow. Oh, nice. I'm very excited about okay. it. Okay. I got a Boston cream. I got oh, a couple eggnogs. So good. And and the Boston cream goes away uh, on the 26th 
of this month. Wow, that's evil. It kind of goes away. We're, we're going to include it in the Christmas box. So that's that'll be the only place you can get it after the 26th. Oh, but, wow. it's, they're all right. delicious, though. You'll yeah. love them. And Try it's them. a great hit at every holiday gathering. So definitely get some. Uh, you know, somebody who's not a big hit is Joe Scarborough. Oh, yeah. Um, Forgot about this. Quite the opposite. We're going to try to get through this, but man, is it difficult. I mean, here's a guy who purports to be conservative, uh, and he still purports that. In fact, let me just play this little clip right here. This New York Times article. And let's, you an just idea. Go, let's just go through them. Okay, go um, through them. Because it, it's time that fascism is called fascism, and Americans <laughs> know exactly what they're voting for. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've heard people uh, poo-poo this and go, oh, people on the far left. No, I'm, I'm, I'm a conservative. I'm on the right. Wait, what? What? Okay, he's a conservative. What? He's on the right. Is that oh, still okay. something he, you know... <laughs> he still claims. Yeah, this is a, incredible. another weird media dynamic that goes on in that, like, someone of Joe Scarborough's um, ability <laughs> is completely worthless as a liberal. Yeah. Because there right. are better right. liberals, right? Like, there are plenty of people yeah. who can come on and say, like, hey, killing kids is great. Like that's a that's a that's a thing that's like very common. You can find really talented people to do that. Like every yeah. celebrity is a liberal, right? You could just bring them on and host the show. Where Joe Scarborough shows any value is a guy who says he's conservative but agrees with all the liberals on everything. Like it's a it's a it's a whole Incredible. industry, yeah. right? 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 And you, you make a living out of that. Yeah. I mean, there's people who are you know uh, what's her face uh, over at the Washington Post has been doing this for a very long time. The columnist uh, Jennifer Rubin. Uh, same thing. Mm. Like she's been saying mm-hmm. forever. Like she's and she, at one point she maybe was conservative, uh, but now makes her money bashing conservatives. Uh, there's tons of people. Adam Kinzinger. And Adam Kinzinger is another great example. Mm-hmm. No, there'd be no reason to. He was a nothing congressman. No one yep. knew who he was. He was a giant zilch. But as, they love him on the left. But they now. love him now. He'll right? bash, bash, bash the yeah. right. Now he's on TV all the time. Now and, he gets uh, he gets attention all the time. And just one other thing I want to just clear up, because they continually say fascism is a right-wing situation. No. It is not. Big government is what it takes to become a fascist. Yep. Right? You have to have a massive government to back up everything you're trying to do as a dictator, as a fascist dictator. That is anti-right-wing. That right-wing, it wants the smallest possible government. The conservative uh, ideology on this is we want government to be as small as possible and still maintain some semblance of order. But yeah, and it, and localize the government as much as possible, make yes. local decisions for none for of that your, is fascistic. No, no. None of it. The, the, the I mean, this might shock people like Joe Scarborough. <laughs> I don't know, but one of the defining characteristics of the Nazi regime was total government control. Yeah, from a centralized position. If Adolf wanted it, Adolf got it in Nazi Germany. That was kind of how the country ran. It was very, very central to his idea of how government should work. And it's the exact opposite of everything. I don't know if he still would remember this, but everything a conservative would believe and argue for. So it is completely a fallacy to say that uh, the uh, fascism is of the right. It is not. It's nonsense. That might be true in Europe. It is not true in the United States of America. All right. uh, There's more. And we haven't even gotten to the worst of it. So what hasn't he done? He hasn't done the things mm-hmm. that the American judicial system did not allow him to do last time, but may <laughs> okay. very well allow him to do this time or why would they? 
or a judicial system that will be mm. ignored by Donald Trump oh, like and ran Biden over by doing- Donald Trump mm. to create the greatest constitutional crisis of our lifetimes. Just because he hasn't done it yet doesn't mean he won't do it when he gets a chance to do it. Okay, stop. He already had that chance. Yeah, he was. President. He could have done it for, for four, four years. years. What so, are you talking about? It's remarkable. It's <sighs> remarkable. And I, this is going to even make sense. I hate to do a history lesson on the day before Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. but let me just delve into this one more time. Uh-huh. One of the defining characteristics of Adolf Hitler was that he didn't care what the judiciary told him was right or wrong. He right. did what he wanted to do. Yeah. People who are fascist dictators. And he had the power to make that happen. Right. Because he had a big government behind him. Yeah, but sometimes, I mean, he would make, he, I mean, famously made a speech where he said, look, I know what I did yesterday was unconstitutional, but it had to be done. <laughs> that that's because he didn't care yeah he didn't care what the judiciary told him right. he just did it then he goes on to assign it. that characteristic to trump well this time he might not even listen to the judiciary well that's what fascist dictators do that's not what donald mm. trump did when he lost court rulings he had to live with the court rulings that he lost uh look yeah. i mean you could say a lot of things about donald trump but he did not act as a fascist dictator as he president of the united states no i mean I, I, honestly sometimes i see people who claim to be on the right arguing for him to do more of that and i don't want him to do more of that i think that's a very bad idea and a Mm -hmm. very um uh, a path that leads us to very terrible things and everybody believes that who believes in the constitution because the constitution doesn't allow for that there's the the president of the united states doesn't have that kind of power to become a fascist dictator Mm -hmm. so the, the, the country that they are describing cannot exist under a system described by conservatives in America. That is the whole. Mm-hmm. Right. One of the main right. reasons we argue for these things is because we worry about centralized government doing too many things, controlling too mm-hmm. many lives. Obvi- this is a blatantly obvious thing, obvious thing to say. But Adolf Hitler controlled every aspect of everyone's life. Everyone in the government mm-hmm. acted on behest of Adolf Hitler to control Every aspect of their life up until whether the life existed or not. Right. That, that, mm-hmm. That's what he did. It was nothing like he wants to build a wall to protect our borders. It's not like that. Right. It's not like him saying mean things on Twitter. It's not like that. That's not. I don't know. Adolf probably would would have been a very visceral tweeter if he was if he, mm-hmm. if he lived in our era. But that would not be what he would be noted for. <laughs> He would not be known for that. He would be known for things like the Holocaust, which, again, Donald Trump was president and did not do and could not do it under a system. But if he was the dictator that Joe Scarborough is saying he is, he wouldn't care about those restraints. He didn't even pursue jailing Hillary. No. Who actually committed some crimes fact, and that could have been pursued. In fact, he immediately came out and, and told said, no, his or, own audience, worry about that. by the way, I never really meant that. Yeah. We're right. never we were never he said we were never really gonna do that and we all know he does from time to time engage in <laughs> hyperbole i've never noticed that yeah all right let's see how much we can get through here is voted into office then a lot of these people that are talking about literal or figurative or whatever the hell they're saying you're gonna look like oh is that idiots. that's a knock at our friends uh, because Selena, uh, he uh, will which is amazing. do he will get away with. He will imprison. He oh will gosh. execute whoever he will ex- he's execute people to imprison. Uh, okay. Execute uh, again. Uh, stop. He will execute whoever he's allowed to execute. Fascist dictators don't care what they're allowed to do. 
They would just execute the people they wanted to execute. That's what they did. That was By the whole definition. story. It's the whole book. All the books about it. All tell that. All the documentaries. All the movies. Everything about the Hitler era points uh-huh. you to the idea that they don't care what, what people say about who they can kill and who they can't. That's the whole problem with them, or at least a large part of it. Maybe Donald Trump will be the first caring fascist dictator. And he'll be Maybe. worried about... Well, I don't like what people are saying about me executing all these people. Yeah, ah, yeah. The judiciary it. did say darn I it. shouldn't kill the six million Jews or eight million but Jews. I went ahead but yeah. and did it. Ah, darn it. Darn. Darn. Probably, oh. well, yeah, I should have done it, but dang it, I feel a little bit... No, nah, I really don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, let's go. Uh, 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 drive from the yeah. country. Uh, just look at his past. It's not yeah, really... We, yeah, we should, yeah least, that's only, a great again, point. The look only at his thing past. that stood between him... And? and the destruction of American is democracy what? is what was the federal judiciary. Uh, okay, wait. So again, what does a fascist dictator care about the American judiciary? Nothing. They, w- w- Hitler owned the judiciary. They just ruled however he wanted to rule. Look at Russia. They mm-hmm. rule however Putin wants them to rule. Yeah. That's how this works when you're a dictator. That's not how it works in America. We have prote- protections and an American tradition that, that pushed back against whatever bad instincts not only Donald Trump might have, but other presidents have. Like, for example, taking over the student loan uh, uh, system oh. and, and wiping out right. hundreds of billions of dollars of debt without the Congress. The president of the United mm. States tried to upend the Constitution, and he was derailed on that effort because of the American judiciary. He did something that he knew and stated previously was unconstitutional and did it anyway. And we have a system that was strong enough to push back against that. That's the system working. But again, every president tries crap like this, not to the level of, of you know, the Holocaust, but to the level of pushing the boundaries. Yeah. And typically what you see is the American judiciary and the Constitution holding up. A, con- a constitutional conservative would work. understand that. Right. But again, they just he, they want to be in this world where, uh, you know, his. By the way, have you ever been to a party with Donald Trump? I I have not. Ha, no, no, no. I I personally haven't. I how haven't many, either. How many? Oh, I, you know, I, I don't hang with Donald huh. Trump at all. That's weird. It's weird. But Joe Scarborough's been to what hundreds of them, probably. And yet he's the guy who touted his presidency, touted what a wonderful guy he was for years and years and years and years, and now comes out and tries to convince you that he was touting Adolf Hitler. And we're supposed to respect him for yeah. it. Yeah. What a backwards freaking world this guy lives in. And I think he's about to get to the real meat of this discussion. Oh, no. There's more. Oh, that was it. Oh, okay. We made well, it. He did say. We did it. We got to the end of the clip. <laughs> it's only been Sarah Gonzalez 47 minutes. Oh, so in your face. Yeah. Put that in your pipe and smoke it, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> It's embarrassing. And, oh my uh, gosh! Uh, you know we uh, we and the claim was, uh, if not in this clip, it's in another clip that he's actually more dangerous yeah. than Hitler, Mussolini, and Vladimir Putin. Wow! Oh, wow! That's quite wow! Quite a, quite a claim! Quite a claim! Oof! Maybe you shouldn't have been supporting him then, if you really maybe. believe that. Now, of course, yeah, he maybe. doesn't believe it. He just knows that his audience Stupid. will will flock to that nonsense, like you know, uh, uh, insects to light. Yeah, and that is uh, what you know. That's how he keeps his job. Saying things like that is how he keeps his job. Now, look, you, you a lot of people don't want. There's one. There's one school of thought, Pat, that says don't sell your soul. Oh, there is. Uh, there is one oh, school wow. of salt, uh, 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 school of thought that says, you know, what? don't sell your soul for money and power. Uh, it's like other, <laughs> yeah, it's but a, it's not a well-known school anymore. Yeah, and nobody's ever attended exist. that school, have they? Uh, certainly not Joe Scarborough or Mika. No. 
All right, 888-727-BECK. More coming up. You know, you just heard a bunch of idiocy. You just heard 47 minutes of us going through a clip that is incomprehensible by any standard. And it's also a representation of basically what your kids are being taught at public schools right now. If you have kids in public schools, if you have grandkids in public schools, if you know of any kid who is in public school that you care about, if you care about the future of our country, you need to make sure that they understand the actual foundations of this nation. Why, for example, um, Joe Biden couldn't do that thing with student loans? Why he couldn't just, uh, what, uh, eviction moratorium? You're just allowed to just do that as on a whim as president? No. You're not, and that got just derailed as well. Why does this stuff happen? Because we have a constitutional system. We had founders who really thought about this stuff. And we, we went through an article this, this week earlier that was entitled, Forget the Founding Fathers. What they said doesn't matter. Who cares what they would have thought about today's issues? If you think that, then you haven't thought about our founders. And right now, Tuttle Twins uh, are doing a uh, uh, big Black Friday sale. Kids can learn about these constitutional principles, and they can actually understand the truth about our history and why it does matter today. These books are an antidote to wokeism and Marxism and the garbage kids learn at school or online. And Tuttle Twins has two phenomenal bundles going on this week only. You want to help kids? You want to help the future of this country? Tuttle Twins is a great way to do it. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get the Black Friday deal and the all-in-one uh, the, this uh, bundle that they have with uh, these bonuses that are available only this week. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Check it out now. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Dot com. The Glenn Beck Program. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. Pat and Stu for Glenn. Um, looks like Matt Gates is. I that kind of surprises me. Really underwater with Florida voters. Have you seen that? Yeah, he's got twenty-one percent approval rating. Twenty-one. Not good. No, Pat, that's suboptimal. That is, thank you. I would say, yeah. I mean, you're going way out on a limb there. Yeah, <laughs> calling it suboptimal. Yeah, I know. Look, I I'm taking but bold stance. I'm going to have to go with you on that. Now, it doesn't matter for Matt Gates and what his approval rating is statewide for his current job. It only matters whether he can get elected in his own district. I, but, but I guess he's having trouble in his hometown. Yeah, so. and and also the big rumor was he wants to be governor. governor. He wants to be the next governor. Yeah. So that's not going. You're not going to do that with a 21 percent approval rating. Um, and you know what? I mean, I I disagree with Gates on some things, but I agree with him on a lot of things. And I will say this about Matt Gates: he's kind of gutsy. From time to time. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, he, do you remember when he was he was making fun? He was mocking some pro-abortion protesters, mm-hmm. and a female reporter came up to him to challenge him on that. Is it safe to say that, based off of your comments, you're suggesting that these women at these abortion rallies are ugly and overweight? Yes. What do you say to people who think that those comments are offensive? Be offended. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's yeah. one of my favorites of all time yeah nobody does that no nobody defends a position like that <laughs> no that's true. are you saying that these women at these abortion rallies uh are ugly and overweight yes <laughs> that's what do you say to people who are offended by that yeah. be offended yeah 
That's good. It's awesome. Yeah, I mean, he's he is a congressman made for the media era, right? I mean, he, sure is the social media era in particular, and yeah. that there's things to like about that, and sometimes maybe not. There's some things not to like, but you know, I again, he is right on a lot of things and yeah uh, yeah yeah but i i there's a little bit of hero ball that goes on with gates and a few of these other congressmen you know i don't know like it's yeah just, where you go a little too far it's like on this, the, it's like yeah. you know the guy who's like dribbling around like hey you've got two guys wide open and you're dribbling around four feet behind the three-point line <laughs> down two in the closing seconds you just dribble between your legs 80 times and then throw up a brick like there's a little <laughs> of that with gates uh, you know but overall yeah, a little bit Again, Admittedly. He's, he's not embracing socialism, so right. uh, he, he's better not than a lot of the congressmen, that's for sure. Uh, all right, have a great Thanksgiving Day uh, and Black Friday, and we'll see you again the Monday. The Glenn Beck Program. 